It's the Doug Zone. We're back with a slightly delayed episode, and listeners, I'm sorry about that, but I had some business to attend to in Mar-a-Lago earlier this week, so mm, yeah, I got that under control, and we're all set. I'm back. It's all it's- fine. We have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I have not smuggled several documents under my shirt uh, into the recording studio no, with us no, today. No. He's um, not holding them up to the can. Are those? Are those toads <laughs> of some sort? <laughs> Who can say? It's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. I I hate that we're coming back to it again, just saying that Trump is cool. It's so <laughs> awesome to not be president anymore and just walk out of the White House with like nuclear documents. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's also insane that we have nuclear documents on paper still. Yeah, w- why? Yeah, like I don't keep my banking information on a piece of paper that could be found. I cannot. It's insane that. You know, information about our nuclear arsenal that could end all life on Earth is apparently something that you can put in a box and walk away with. But, you know. I like the idea that it was just like an accident. He was just like, (laughs) he just had it in the same pile as something else. And he was like, oh. Shit. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to stand up real quick. Uh, Okay. Great start. Sorry, I left the door to my mini fridge open and I'm watching. uh, I'll be right back. (laughs) We have been doing this for more than a year, uh, and I still do things like this. Um, and I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I think that's what the people are here for. If you want a good podcast, go somewhere else. But if you want the Doug Zone's promised brand. If you want the charm of <laughs> the Doug Zone, the distinct qualities about it. Out. I'm figuring out the easiest premise in the world, which is watch a nostalgia critic video and talk about it for more than one minute. No, we're not going to do it. That's not us. That's the Doug's own guarantee. Yeah. We will never <laughs> sell out by actually delivering on the promise of our branding and logo. I simply refuse to. Yeah, especially I this I think video. it would crush my soul. Yeah, I oof, I can't imagine actually fully watching a video for this um, podcast. Imagine talking about Doug for an entire hour every week, like actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Nobody understand. wants this. <laughs> Least of all us. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, we talked about Doug for five minutes every hour and ran out of things to say about three months in. Like, Yeah. Um, if we were still on that Doug grind, as oh. it were. Yeah, could you imagine? Terrible. <laughs> Awful. Anyway, um, how have you been lately, Ian? You've just been um, It was my first week of school this week. So Ooh, I've yeah. been I've been busy. You started early. Yeah, we finish before Thanksgiving. Like my semester Ooh. finishes before Thanksgiving. There's All no right. break. Yowza. Mm-hmm. They started doing it because of COVID, and I guess they probably liked it. Yeah, it's one of the many COVID changes are like, ah, actually, this is much easier for us. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So now I just like start school at the beginning of August. Hmm. Yeah, it's been interesting. One of my classes is down to seven people now. It did not start <laughs> with seven people. How many did you and start with for week. you? <laughs> it was like 15. Okay. Yeah, I was I was hoping you, it wasn't like you. <laughs> we started with 50. Um. We, we started with a full room and now we're at. 
two people now. Um, <laughs> you started with 50. There was a gas leak. Uh, so It's you just know. because you have to write a paper for that class, and some people are like, <laughs> 2,000 words? Get me out of here. It is crazy how many people find that to be a deal breaker in college. It's like uh, you're going to have to write a paper at some point. Yeah. Like, Next semester, I'm going to have to write like a 15-page paper. Yeah. And that's like, just like part of it. <laughs> papers aren't fun. Actually, I I quite like writing papers. It's the only thing I've ever been good at about school. If I get if I get manic enough, then I just like am like I'm just gonna write this like it's a video essay and then submit whatever <laughs> turns in. I've been. That's it's funny you should say that. I've been jokingly like writing out scripts for uh like uh bread tube style videos, but mm-hmm. about you know, uh, my kind of topics. So it's like, yeah, like I'm sitting in a bathtub full of jewels with bisexual lighting. I'm like, who was Dave McGowan? Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about Operation Condor. Uh, And then still though, like in the the back half, it just turns into me trying to justify my own worst personal habits. Mm -hmm. Even less relation to it than there usually is with a bread tube video. (laughs) halfway through i'm all of a sudden i'm like and that's why i don't think i should have to put any effort into anything i do i should just get money aren't we all really programmed to kill yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) i think Um, it's actually okay uh, that i do all the self-aggrandizing i think it's fine (laughs) because i'm right frankly let me tell you it is crazy how much worse programmed to kill feels uh when you're reading it just hard copy really Um, yeah i just i don't know what it is um, but cause I, I already read it. I read it all like on the digital rip that I had and mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh, this is pretty bad. These are some unpleasant things to learn about. Uh, but now that it's a real book and I can't just close out the tab, it's like, Oh no, you know, I closed the book and I set it down, but because I'm too lazy to put it back on the bookshelf, it just sits on the couch next to me for the rest of the night. And I still have to think about it. I'm taking an entire course on death and dying. Hmm. Um, and I have to write an epitaph for. How's that I have to write my own epitaph in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, it's been it's been interesting so far. We also have to make like a collage about our feelings about death. It's a very interesting course. Man, that's wild. Um, and like, hmm. I don't know what to do here. I hope with your collage, you've got it somehow, some way. You need to sneak in a picture of Doug. Even if it's like tiny, half buried, uh, it's got to be in there somewhere. Okay, yeah, I think I can do that. <laughs> the picture of him with the glowing eyes from the Harry Potter video. Mm, um, yes, 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 yes. This is what I think death looks like. I'm also taking a psychology of religion class, and she handed out a bunch of words for us to, like our first project was like to get in groups and teach each other these words. <laughs> oh boy. Right? Okay. And my, <laughs> I look at my paper, and it's like indoctrination grooming hmm. and it's like sin uh heresy and i'm just like uh, oh wow and oh she goes boy. and when you see grooming i mean the relationship kind and we're all like oh jesus christ okay <laughs> it's like it's okay we're all we're all on tiktok we've seen literally every person we've ever known get accused of grooming before it's all right yeah we um, know this definition my group, I was like, do you need me to explain what grooming is? And they were like, no, we got it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and you're just pulling out like cool, a little chart. Cool. You're like, so the age of consent is. And <laughs> I'm like, no, it's okay. We don't need to know. 
Well, in Texas, it's actually 17, which a lot of people don't know about. But that doesn't mean that there aren't rules against it. Yeah, but as my nifty little card that I keep in my wallet at all times, <laughs> just in case, says... Um, <laughs> It doesn't mean that you can exchange material online because that has an overall age of consent of 18. <laughs> so. Um, that's always, that's my favorite thing about like that kind of guy online. Like the guy who, he doesn't, like, this is a kind of person. I don't know if you've interacted with them before, but like, they aren't a pedophile. He doesn't want to sleep with 17 year olds, but he's out there and he's like, well, these rules don't make sense. I think we should fix them. This seems arbitrary. And you're like, well. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like grandstanding age of consent laws. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, he's okay, not even yeah. a pedophile. He's just like autistic in a very weird way where he's yeah. like, well, this, this rule is arbitrary. We should streamline this. Yeah. It's like, well, it's illegal to sleep with a person one night. And then after midnight, it's suddenly legal. This doesn't make, it feels arbitrary. It's, well, yeah. It, What's it the is. deal with age of consent? <laughs> What's the deal with me not being able to date 17 year olds outside of New York where that was legal? One night it's <laughs> illegal and the next night it's okay? Yeah. yeah and like, How am I the- supposed to know one night? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but, yeah, it's, cause you know, like, you know, you hear that argument, you're like, yeah, you I guess. When she's but... 17 and suddenly it's called grooming. <laughs> But when she's 27, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, Because all you can really say to that is like, yeah, I guess. But like, we do have Weird. to draw a line, man. Like, why is this your big issue with the legal system? And they're like, in Europe, some places it's 12. And you're like, yeah, and, this isn't a point. Yeah, like, is this ideal? Is this what you want? <laughs> you want to go to that? Um, now I'm concerned. Yeah, you're like, why Why are we arguing for this as some form of ideal? We should not model anything about our society after France. No. Uh, just general rule of thumb. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but yeah. I don't remember what put me on this kick, but I was just thinking about that again a couple of days ago. It's like, yeah, I, I guess it's arbitrary, but do you have a better idea? Like, because... I don't know. The only yeah. the only you solution have to take that. a test. Yeah. And once you pass the test, you can have sex. <laughs> oh shit! I have to study for my sex. Guys, test I failed tomorrow. my one question. What do I do? <laughs> Guys, I failed sex ed. Um, <laughs> if you don't pass sex ed, you don't. It's like the I think it was just being like sex. a citizenship test too. Um, <laughs> so you're just sitting like I'm sitting. There's a beautiful woman sitting next to me. I'm just like drenched in sweat as it's like who was John Adams? I'm like shit. I know this. Oh no no! Shit! Shit! Anyway, we should talk about the Doug video for the uh, contractually obligated one minute. Oh yeah, that works. We watched Sidekicks. Nostalgia critic. Uh, We didn't watch the movie. We didn't watch. I honestly wouldn't want to. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. Uh, Who would have thought that a guy who Mm -hmm. stars in action movies starred in some bad ones? Uh, originally aired June seventeenth, two thousand nine. The theme for this week, as I as I gathered from from both videos, is is Chuck Norris. Yeah, so I found I this one just sort of popped up while I was scrolling, looking through Doug videos we haven't watched yet, and I was like, oh, hang on, this I don't know, it's a kind of it's an era of the internet, right? The uh, the Chuck Norris joke era, mm-hmm. um, which Doug, to his credit, does not like. Um, no, he doesn't. He yeah, 
So shout out to Doug for being on the right side of history. Doesn't keep him from making the jokes, but yeah, he makes he the doesn't jokes. like him. Yeah, at the beginning he's like, "Yeah, it kind of sucks," and I hate it. And you're like, "Oh, cool." And then like ten minutes in, he's making yeah. Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, this video is going to be twenty five minutes long, and I need to pad the runtime a little bit." So, um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I knew a guy who, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, had a Chuck Norris jokes calendar. Which one of my brother's best friends growing up had a had a binder of laminated Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> that is very funny to like walk around like I don't like your you, to have a ledger full of jokes about Chuck Norris. It's great. I'm wearing a he suit. always like he was the guy who just he always had these just like way more attractive than him girlfriends who were like one of them was like when we were all. Uh, I was in high school. They were all at college age. He had dropped out. He had this girlfriend who was going to like Purdue for like this, <laughs> this like, I don't remember what degree it was. I think it was like a sociology degree, but it doesn't matter. And he just forced her to play D&D with us. Okay, that kind of rocks. It was Respect so funny. <laughs> I do not think she enjoyed it. It's very funny to be like the literal manifestation of like the meme where it's the crying girl Bojack, like, babe, please have sex with me. I'm so horny. And she's like, uh, no, you need to play D&D with us first. Literally. Uh, <laughs> we've needed a ranger. So sorry, you're going to so, sit down. Hmm. Hmm. I'm on uh, parade.com's article, 101 Chuck Norris jokes to make you laugh. But please don't tell Chuck Norris. Have you so in Texas it's very common to meet Chuck Norris because he just goes to every convention. <laughs> Good for him, honestly. Yeah. Shout what out. What else are you gonna be to doing? Him. So so I've met Chuck Norris. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. I yeah, if you willingly go to a convention, if you have like an internet presence surrounding you like Chuck Norris, you have to be just a saint. In order yeah. to not like I think if someone like told me a Chuck Norris joke. I'm not Chuck Norris. If that happened while I was at a convention, I would just kill myself on the spot in front of them. Uh, so mm-hmm. being Chuck Norris and ha- being a good sport about this, nicely done. Yep. I remember at that convention, I also met the voice of Squidward, which was cool. His name is uh, Richard Bumpass, which is <laughs> quite unfortunate. <laughs> Man, it's awesome that I am 21 years old and I still just go... <laughs> When I hear a name like that. Um, yeah. Good for him, though. Good thing I don't have a funny name. That would suck. Yeah, could you imagine having a, having a silly name like having that? Having a silly name? Oh, God. I would hate Oof, that. I would. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I had a silly name like that. Mm-mm. Good thing mine's just difficult to spell. Um, Good thing mine, for sure, isn't any sort of sex joke. No, I... And you know what? I bet if it is, it'd be a really difficult one to come up with. So you wouldn't hear it all the time. Yeah. It wouldn't just be you say the last name and then laugh. Yeah. Because that would just be so unfortunate. Yeah, not a Richard Bumpast kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely a a distinct phenomenon here. (laughs) It turns out my cat is in the basement with me and he's staring me down angrily. So if if you guys start hearing angry cat noises soon, it's because he wants to go upstairs and eat. But... I, uh, I've doxed my last name before. It's fine to tell this. One time in high school, there was a substitute and she was calling people out by last name and she kept going, Moorhead, did I hear Moorhead? <laughs> Just over and over again. And everyone was like, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Rocks. Do like a Bueller moment, but with like the kid who has the unfortunate last name. Literally. <laughs> um, let's see. Does more anything- head. Can I get more head? <laughs> That's a little. Oh, God. That was a rough day in band. Oh, no. It happened in band, too. So, you yeah. know, like, you're already you're already not doing great. No. There's only a certain level you can get to in bands, and I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. My what did you play school, in band again? I played bass clarinet. Okay. That is a pretty cool instrument, though. I um, played also in concert. I played the contrabass clarinet, which I don't know if you know what that is. Well, but it's I'm a clarinet that's right like now. six feet tall. Oh, okay. Oh, Yes, yes, I yeah. do know this. One. This thing rocks. <laughs> that's what I played. Yeah, I think this is what I was thinking of when I heard bass clarinet. Actually, mm-hmm, that's um, what I played. Yeah, this is sick. Shout it was the really fun because I would have to like read ahead uh, in the music and then like memorize a couple measures at a time. Because when I played, it made my eyes shake because it was so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so I played the tuba, uh, uh-huh. which was. I just remember distinctly, I think my mom has this on video, actually, because this was I was in eighth grade, so I had braces at the time. And um, when they put in the wires, like they did it wrong. So there was like a little bit of wire sticking out and it would just like it had just bored a hole in my cheek, basically. Tough. Um, yeah, which not fun. I, like, Where they like use dental wax. Yeah, I tried the that dental was, wax, which yeah. it, it doesn't work. As no. everybody who has ever had braces will tell you. It, not it does do nothing. Um. But so anyway, sometimes my face would get caught on my braces and then I would just like start to bleed uncontrollably. Jesus not a, Christ. It's, yeah, it was, it's very, it rocks that I, from a very young age, have been like the Joker. Because uh, there is just scar tissue on the inside of my mouth because of this. But anyway, you'd have, I just have to sort of like grab my cheek and like pull it to manually free it. Um, Dang. You're real through the wire moment. You're <laughs> just like Kanye. And then I, uh, anyway, it happened once in concert while I was playing tuba and I was the only tuba player. So it was, it's not like I could like let the other guys carry me. So I had to, uh, I had to wrap my leg around the tuba. Like I was holding it without my arms. And then while still playing the tuba with my left hand, use my right arm to, uh, to free myself. Uh, I want the, through that wire, like cover, but he's playing the tuba. <laughs> <laughs> like with the bear mask on and everything. It'd be pretty sick, honestly. <laughs> Man, awesome is Kanye. Kanye is pretty cool. I hope he's doing okay. He posted Um, on Instagram today. Oh, he did. Was it about? Mm -hmm. uh, Was it about Kim? No, no, I don't think so. Story breakup. I don't remember what it was about. Let's take a look. We're going to go to Kanye's Instagram. I think we might have read from Kanye's Instagram before, but if we haven't, it's a shame. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I opened up Instagram. I am seeing a post from Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, about it's the his only video. post on his Instagram. Look to the he children. He deleted everything else, and it homeless. says, look to the children, look to the homeless as the biggest inspiration for all design. Which, hey, you know what? I um, I guess there's there's worse groups to be looking to. Yeah. And probably better ones, too. But, you know, I mean, we're making progress. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I opened Instagram. I saw a post by Carly Rae Jepsen about her new song's music video. Um, so, everybody, go stream Beach House by Carly Rae Jepsen. One of my friends <laughs> was making fun of me yesterday uh, because I, I unironically 
adore Carly Rae Jepsen's music and mm-hmm. post her stuff to my story. Uh, and so he just replied to me on Instagram. He was like, your feed is the most insane things I have ever seen, followed by just like an announcement that Carly Rae Jepsen's dropping a new album and a smiley face. Uh, yeah. And I I wanted to tell him that that was part of the bit, right? Like, oh, haha, look Inside at this one normie interest. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of them reads program to kill the other one loves Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's not part of the bit. That's just this is just who I am. Uh, yeah, you wish it was part of the bit. I wish it was you part of the bit. You want so badly to believe it's part of the bit. Yeah, no matter what I tell myself or others, I will always know it's not. Um, it's also a good song, so I think people should go listen to it. Uh, man, let's see. Comments are pretty barren. Just a lot of Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris jokes. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that would have surprised me. There was a lot of screaming in this video. Yeah, it's him. it's a lot of it's yelling. It's a, scr- a yell heavy video. Yeah, which I don't know, it helped wake me up. I was feeling a little sleepy when I watched the video a couple days mm-hmm. ago and I sent it to you, but I don't know. It wasn't pleasant. No, no. None of the watches ever are, really. Yeah. Um, that's our review for this one. Unpleasant. Yeah, generally unpleasant. Uh, not great vibes. I didn't love the vibes. The, uh, we the were on a streak of like not terrible ones. This one's pretty bad. Yeah, which is a bummer because, like I said, the intro was pretty strong. Honestly, I appreciated. Uh, maybe it's just that I appreciated Doug's surprisingly good taste in not liking one of the laziest joke formats of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was a real. He pulled me in with that, and then it was just too late. I was already under. Yeah. Uh, also, spoilers for the Patreon. Uh, I really, I just sent this video so that there would be a nice thematic through line in terms of mm, epic yes. Chuck Norris content. Hey, buddy. Sorry, can you hear my cat? He's now trying <laughs> to- a little bit. He's now trying to grab my water and pull it over. I think he, he knows that if he causes problems, I kick him out. Um but I too can play this this battle of wills. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let him let him keep trying to get my attention for a little bit longer. Dang. This is what I do with my free time. I play mind games with my cat and lose. The cat and mouse um, games? Yeah. You're the mouse? It's, yeah, cat and Matt. Cat and Matt. Okay. Yeah. What would that it's, look like? Uh, well, it's like exactly. Dr. Seuss book? Like <laughs> the cat and the mat. The cat and the mat. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, I'm losing the mind games. I'll be right back. I'm going to take my cat upstairs. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, have fun vamping. I shall return. Oh, God. I hate vamping. That's okay. Um, I was really upset that last week we lost the two videos that we lost because I think, unfortunately, um, what happened basically was uh michael's mic kept disconnecting but every time it would reconnect it would play his audio from the beginning so the first five minutes were just all of what he said scrunched together which is completely unlistenable or else i would have published it because i would have done anything to avoid recording again love you guys but two hours of talking is a lot of talking especially for me um and four hours is a lot as well obviously um and those I talked about one of my one of my teachers though and she was just she was just fucking crazy 
And she would just tell us terrible stories about how her dad was a cop and like killed people, which I love. I love accidentally making an entire class of seventh graders anti-cop. Good. I think that's really powerful, personally. So I didn't hear that story. And frankly, I uh, well, it's not that I don't want to, uh, but I don't want to make the listeners listen to you retelling it while I listen. Yeah, that's that's nothing. But I'm glad that seventh graders are anti-cop. I think mm-hmm. I think they should be. Yeah. I'll say I've noticed a general anti-cop sentiment amongst even my more normie friends lately, which I, I think is a good it's a good sign. I'm taking a criminology course, which is like half sociology, half criminal justice, like the people in it. Okay. And I'm on the I'm on the soci side, <laughs> but like it's taught by an ex cop in Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was gonna say that'll be interesting. Uh, she implied that Tigger from Winnie the Pooh was a pedophile in like our first class, so I'm I'm excited. And now she's I'm back on her side. <laughs> I'm going to be real, uh, she, baselessly accusing someone of being the, a pedophile. For the paper, out of my book. Um, for the paper we have to write, she like kills a cartoon character, and then you have to examine like the motives of the other people in the cartoon. Oh, no. <laughs> and last year she killed Winnie the, or she killed Tigger. And then she was like, and why would Rue want him dead? (laughs) He was grooming her. And we were like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Why would Rue want Tigger dead? No, there's no reason other than he was he was abusing Rue. Well, she was going through all of them and she was like, well, obviously Winnie the Pooh, jealous someone stole his spotlight. (laughs) Robin Hood, classic sociopath, you know, his parents never loved him or spent time with him. So he turned to his friends, but. Yeah, it's very funny. To, very funny to say that the literal child in the area didn't kill Tigger because this famous pedophile was molesting him. And it's like, no, nah, you know, Christopher Robin. He just did it for. He's Jokerified. He's just doing yeah. it. Jokerified Christopher Robin. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. We were trying to figure out what movie we are going to use, and we were like suggesting things, and someone suggested Coraline. And everyone well, was like, okay, that's that's fine. That's whatever. And then a guy in the back of the class was like, hey, that gave me nightmares when I was a kid. Can we not do that? <laughs> like the, one, the one guy in the class, and we were all like, yeah, okay, buddy. You know, good for him. I'm glad that he's uh, in touch with his emotions enough to publicly admit that. I probably wouldn't have. Uh, but, you know, I, I, God bless him. Uh, God bless him. <laughs> I think we're probably going to end up doing Nightmare Before Christmas or... Uh, Finding Nemo. Hmm. I think Finding Nemo, you've got a little more potential there. So uh, the problem is, is that there's no like criminal activity or sociopolitical uh, commentary in Finding Nemo. That's part of why I felt like there was more potential because you can just make things up. Uh, you, know, you can just make things up. But Nightmare Before to be Christmas. Like, they use like Zootopia at one point, which is like heavy sociopolitical commentary. Yeah, and they were and talking about like concentric circles and stuff yeah. like that. Also, uh, if I may, pretty bad social sociopolitical commentary. <laughs> uh, it's crazy how no one has ever made a good allegory for racism. Um, yeah. Like how they're like, yeah, they hate this group of people simply because they used to tear them apart limb for limb. Savages who would eat them and feast on their blood. Anyway, <laughs> this is just bad. like the real world. Like, Wait, what? It's Excuse me? That doctor <laughs> also was... Like, you know, Avatar, that movie, fucking racist. Why does no one talk about it? And then she talked about how Avatar was racist for like 10 minutes. Hey, good. Avatar sucks. I'm glad that I'm glad that the She's Avatar great. backlash is showing up. I love, I love this professor. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I do like the idea of like a, um, 
like uh, a criminology professor, an ex-cop who's like, now for lesson number two, genetic factors. Uh, uh Oh, (laughs) hang on now. Oh, I don't like the direction this one's headed in. (laughs) In my death or dying course, one girl (laughs) said that she was taking the course to like cope with loss. I mean, I just am worried that it's going to become therapy for her. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's, I hope it's, is it, how big is the death or dying death and dying course? Is that the seven people one? There's like 20 people. Okay. So it's, it's small enough that if there's like a discussion based lesson, you don't have to worry about it just becoming talk therapy for one person because I have yeah. had that happen before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's is, that's what I'm really worried about, though, is that it might. Yeah. Yeah. You and gotta I, hope. I hate it when that happens because that happens all the time in psychology classes all oh, of yeah. the time. Yeah. Because Someone's like, well, I'm dealing with this and it's really it's really hurting me. I have mild anxiety and I just <laughs> don't know how I'm going to move on with my life. It is very funny how many like psychology majors or people who are like, well, I have serious issues. So I figured I'd become a therapist. Uh, and well, uh, yeah. all right, good luck. Um, good luck. Just doing, Best of luck, my friends. Doing the barn dog thing, which are their first client. Where it's like, all right, cards on the table. Let me tell you something about myself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it. My first therapist did the same thing. Did a cards on move. the table moment. It's a great way. You know, look, not That's enough That's what people- I'm going to do whenever I... <laughs> Not, not enough people uh, talk about the importance of power moves over your, your clients as a therapist. Mm-hmm. You need to establish that dynamic early on. Clients in therapy. I'm cra- you have to let them know you're crazier than them. Yeah, exactly. They're like dogs. You need to assert, you need to assert yourself as the alpha immediately. And then from mm-hmm. there, you can, you can make progress. <laughs> Don't worry. You have depression. I'm bipolar. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. You're fine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Activity of like a therapist calling me crying in the middle of the night. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? You're like, well, like I said, cards on the table. You know, I'm going to reach out to you and I need help. I'm going to lean on you. Uh, this, <laughs> this relationship cuts both ways. Um, anyway, that'll be $10,000. Jesus Christ. Therapy is crazy how expensive it is for you to just talk to one person who might know something oh yeah man uh or to talk to yourself usually because it's normally just like a sounding board unless you're really crazy because my therapy is not like a sounding board some people are like most therapy is just them like saying that your emotions are valid and i'm like that's what therapy is yeah oh no that's not what my therapy is my therapy is the opposite of that yeah in art in fact my big problem with therapy the first time i tried it out was it was just i'm going like well these emotions are all valid we just need to figure out a way to work through them it's like man i just told you that i would realistically not be able to buy a house in the future and you're just telling me like yeah that's true how is this supposed to help me (laughs) lie to me tell me that i might have a chance but oh well um, and then the second my time therapist around, was like, you drink, you smoke. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, you know, it's just, it's just self-medicating. That doesn't mean you should do it though. We need to talk about this. This is a serious <laughs> issue. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the therapist like, you know, it's just self-medicating. I'm just cracking open a cold. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> knocking back a shot. Um, that's what I want to do. I want to. I think I'm going to start, I'm going to turn the tables on my therapist because famously they try to assert their dominance. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go to therapy again and just see how, 
see how crazy I can get. Oh, yeah. I want to make the therapist worse. Yeah. If they're not going to make me better. I'm going to make them worse. Yeah, dude. I want to be like Rorschach. I want to be so fucked up I ruin my therapist's <laughs> life and marriage. <laughs> Hell yeah. Look, I know that's not the point of Watchmen, but damn, he's so cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going. That's it, the problem is that I fall into like the the stereotype of like guys watching things and sympathizing with the wrong character and not understanding that it's like a flawed portrait. Oh yeah. I, I do I do the same thing. Like it's so bad. Yeah, well that's the problem is I understand that it's a flawed portrait. I'm oh like, yeah. But he's just like me. I'm like, <laughs> but he's so cool. He's so cool. Um yeah. I, I just love that. Like how almost every single one of those shows by the end just like the writers have to beat the viewers over the head with a shovel to like this person like, is not good. And you're like, mm. bad. <laughs> you're like, well, mm. I don't know. I think Even that's like, I've been rewatching Bojack lately. Oh, they damn, me do too. The exact same thing. Yeah. It, Where it, they're but, like, he had sex with a 17 year old with his friend's to. daughter. Um, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but, but he was so sad when he did it. <laughs> but he's just a goofy guy. Yeah. It's great. I think genuinely. No, I think you the, don't get it. It's funny because he's a horse. Yeah, it's like, no, he's, his name is Horseman, and he's a horseman. You get don't, it? Did, don't you get remember it? Remember his childhood? <laughs> it's like there's a there's a really good bit in uh, the show Atlanta. I think it's Atlanta. I don't remember what show it is, but these two characters are like walking, and they're just having a conversation. And he's just like, yeah, and I mean, between that and the thing that he did to her daughter, I mean- I don't know if I can feel bad for this horse anymore, man. Uh, I don't know why that bit's so funny to me, but it's it's such a good joke. Um, that show is... I know it sucks to like BoJack Horseman. Like, it's like the most I have BPD thing to ever do is to like, like BoJack Horseman. Yeah, look, sometimes you gotta like something that, that sucks a little bit. Like, yeah, it's a good show, and it's a there great are show. Some very just, solid jokes. Just finished the arc where Todd joins uh, the improv comedy giggle show. <laughs> this is not about Scientology. <laughs> Scientology is not a cult. Improv comedy, <laughs> however, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some really good ideas. Obviously, you know, there's a little bit of just millennial navel gazy bullshit, yeah. but it's I think by and large it's a solid show that definitely stands up to a rewatch because mm-hmm. it does. For I'm sure. also rewatching it. Um yeah. Hell yeah. I'm rewatching it. I'm considering starting Columbo, uh which is a very <laughs> different show, but yeah, a little bit of a different vibe. It then. feels it feels like I should. I'm uh, watching Bojack and I'm watching The Boys right now. Mm. What do you think of the boys? I'm only on season one because I'm watching it with my boyfriend and I haven't seen him in a couple weeks, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. But so far, it's really good. I like okay. it. I found personally, I don't, maybe I just was just in a bad mood when I watched it. Because a lot of people. Nate from Gossip Girl do uh, <laughs> like casting couch stuff, you know? <laughs> Very weird. Strange energies all around. Yeah, maybe I was just in a bad mood the first time I watched it because. All of my, like, everybody I know who's, like, opinions about, the, like, this sort uh-huh. of stuff I respect is like, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, but I I could not get into it when I first watched it. Uh, admittedly, I only watched the pilot, but I don't know. It just felt a little too proud of itself for going, like, well, Superman would be bad, actually. I mean, uh, it's it's based off of comic books that have been around for a while. Yeah. So it was, like, when, when it first, like, came out, it was more of, like, an actual edgy Oh yeah, the, I've read the comic. The comic is horrendous. It's crazy. Yeah. 
it's uh, it's absolutely insane yeah where like the comic is just like the i don't remember the name of the author but it's just him going like well interesting female character there be a shame if she was raped five times in the next chapter literally great i'm uh, wow i'm so glad i'm reading this uh (laughs) the show though so far um i like it it does feel a little too like proud of itself sometimes there's like a scene where the the main like girl that you're supposed to be sympathizing with like gets her costume changed to something more like scandalous (laughs) and she tells like a little kid she's like i like the old costume better like wow you're like oh cool (laughs) nice and her publicist was like you shouldn't have said that (laughs) and it's like wow you're so brave do you get it superheroes would be like a brand uh which is you know i think i also just might be a little surly approaching it because it's like wow look at this incisive critique of capitalism from amazon prime yeah uh, (laughs) okay i mean it still can be like a critique on capitalism because it obviously isn't Jeff Bezos making it. Yeah. Or like, but at the but, end of the day, you do have to go like, hmm. yeah, you're like, I am watching this on like a mega corporation that's accused of like horrendous human rights atrocities, but like that's the, fine. Uh, the, the classic is a, I think it was a hard times article uh, where it's just like the picture of Jeff Bezos and says man who looks exactly like Lex Luthor announces second show about how Superman would be the bad guy actually. <laughs> Uh, which is pretty funny to think about. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's also very funny that all you have to do to look like Lex Luthor is be bald. Uh, yeah. Like, if you look through adaptations, that's the only thing about him that stays the same, is he's bald and wears a suit. Yep. Uh, you can be any race. To be fair, bald men wearing suits do make me uncomfortable. Yeah, they do definitely look evil. Um, Something about being bald makes you seem a little evil. Yeah, you've got a well, it's, I don't know, it's a certain kind of bald guy. Well, uh, it's it's the bald as a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's look. not balding. It's bald as a choice. Yeah. We're I like, have a manager that's bald as a choice. Mm, you know, it's yeah. definitely it's it's yeah. a whole I mean, if thing. you're gonna be a shaved head guy, I feel like you need to be at least a light beard guy as well. Uh just to balance okay. things out, you know. You can't be you can't be the judge from Blood Meridian, is what I'm saying. You can't be this <laughs> massive, completely smooth man who waxes philosophical about you the nature of bloodshed. You shouldn't be a smooth man. Oh, There's one thing you shouldn't be. It's a smooth How are you going to be a smooth man? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's that's my my take on uh, on men's hair. Uh, is mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have something, you know. I don't know. Is this a strange take? I feel like having an opinion about no. this at all is strange. Uh, but no, I don't think it's a strange take, though. I think that that's like a pretty common take. Yeah, or you could do like the Jason Statham thing and just have like light stubble all over. You know, like he's got like a light beard. Yeah. Okay. Light hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I thinking? Is this the right guy? I don't. I don't know. Following the uh, the infamous Richard Gere incident, I'm very paranoid whenever <laughs> I mention the name of a celebrity. Yeah, I'm thinking of Jason Statham. Uh. But I don't know. After I accused Richard Gere of being a serial killer, I was, I had to, I had to slow down. <laughs> Although to I will say, a look in the mirror. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading an article written back in the '90s. A guy who was accusing Steven Spielberg of being a pedophile. So he was, he was on this early, is what I'm saying. Uh, and he does mention Richard Gere being connected to a murder. So maybe I was just, I was tapping into something in the collective unconscious. Maybe uh, you were speaking to some heretofore unknown truth. Uh, but Richard Gere, 
star of such movies as Pretty Woman in parentheses 1990. You're on notice. You're on notice. I'm, I've got my eye on you, Richard. Uh, I think I'll, I'll go easy on you just because you're 72 years old. Born August 31st, 1949 in oh, Philadelphia. Oh, birthday's coming up. Yeah, okay. Happy birthday, first of all. And second of all, I'm watching you. Uh, <laughs> second of all, you think you can get away with this? You really think that? I like that. Hmm. Like the idea of a uh, like a serial killer sending like taunting notes to the police. But then one of them is also like, also, uh, you know, Officer Spencer, I know your birthday's coming up. Just wanted to say, hope 30 treats you well. Uh, anyway, you cannot stop me. I will kill again. Uh, <laughs> I like that. He sends like an actual genuine birthday present. He's like, oh, <laughs> and like, I feel like, I feel like this should be threatening, but it's just so thoughtful. How did he know I needed this? P.S. Happy retirement, Sergeant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever come as close to bringing me to justice as you. And frankly, I don't think anyone ever will. <laughs> oh, I forgot that Richard Gere was in the Mothman prophecies. Uh, frankly, oh, wow. He starred in the Mothman prophecies. Maybe it's the fact that I did not really watch the Mothman prophecies when I that watched it. That could be it. It's a very boring movie. For a movie that purports to be about Mothman and Doomsday prophecies, not much of either. Dang. It's really just sort of Real a guy going insane, trying to find the truth of the matter, which I think just spoke to me a little too much. I can't relate to. Yeah, I was going to say. I've never related to anything less. Yeah. I Personally, I would never drive myself insane trying to research some vague conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Some conspiracy that doesn't even come up on Google. So yeah. you're like, yeah, no, oh, never dude. done that. That's whenever I like, whenever I'm looking up. When you gotta off, use, you ever conspiracy so hard, you gotta use Bing. Yeah, you gotta use <laughs> DuckDuckGo to find the real truths about the world. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that is my, that's my one thing. You know, whenever I'm like researching something and the person doesn't have a Wikipedia article, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'm onto something now. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> It's like either this trail is so cold it does not matter at all, or I have discovered something important. <laughs> Usually, it's uh, the first option, but every now and then, unfortunately, yeah. But I mean, every now and then you have like a you know like a Larry King Jr. who doesn't have a Wikipedia article because every time people try to give him one, it gets deleted. Uh, which <laughs> I don't know. Imagine the world not allowing information about you to be. Public yeah. knowledge. If, if you're arguing that the Franklin scandal was a carefully fabricated host, having someone destroy the article on like the most famous person at the center yeah. of it every single time it comes up, not a great look. Not helping. Uh, I mean, but obviously, there's all sorts. Of, I'm glad that the Franklin scandal is getting more attention drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is just still just insane. Like reading about it, like the plane that that one journalist was flying in just exploded. Uh, <laughs> That's literally something that happens in The Boys. Like, I'm not <laughs> joking. Rocks. Yeah, and then the official narrative around it, I think, I want to say that the investigation just said, like, I think the wings just did that. I think they just fell off, uh, which... Famously a thing that happens. <laughs> it's so funny to, like, pull a literal, like, maybe JFK's head just did that. Uh, but, you know... <laughs> maybe Abraham Lincoln shot himself. <laughs> we know he had depression. That would be the funniest story in his. If like it was all just a cover up for the fact that Abraham Lincoln killed himself, uh, that'd like, be so funny. So like we need to frame this. We need to frame the younger we brother can't have of a, a famous. Kill himself. <laughs> I, I think that's what I'll do. What What would people do if if the president killed himself? Yeah, it's a very interesting. Well, so this has always this leads to a question that I pondered, which is: Could the president get a gun if he wanted it? Like, if 
I was oh, president yeah. in an office. Like, would I be able to get a concealed carry permit? Would they huh. let me carry a firearm? I don't think so. Yeah, because I reasonably have to know. Okay, I think if you're the president, you have to hang yourself. For one, ease of, like, access to items to hang yourself with. Of course. Two, the drama of it. It's very true. You gotta yeah. have someone like open the Oval Office and you're hanging there. Yeah, it can't be. It can't be shocking. It has to be sad. Um, yeah, so there can't be like blood everywhere. It needs to be a no. nice clean cut. Mm-hmm. Well, not a cut. That's the problem. There, there no, can't be no, blood, no. as we mentioned. No. Uh, Do not Hannah Baker it. Yeah. <laughs> the president sends out tapes to various world leaders <laughs> <laughs> talking about the things that they did wrong. I mm. love that. Looking back on that show is so interesting, or like the book, because really oh, yeah. these people, like half of them were like, you were mean to me once in the hallways, and the other half were like, you literally raped me. Yeah, it's, it's like, these are the same? I felt like I was wearing the they live goggles when that, sh- I mean, not goggles, glasses, when that show was on, because everybody's mm-hmm. like, wow, it's so powerful. I was like, this is bad. Am I the only, this is awful. I hate this. Yeah. Um, people were like, it's a, power me- it's a powerful message about mental health, and I was, I'm like, is it? Yeah, is it well, really? Well, and then, you know, the, the classic follow-up question you ask whenever someone praises 13 Reasons Why, it's like, have you ever thought about killing yourself or tried to? And they go, well, no, but this is what I imagine it's like. It's like, no, take it. No, listen to me. <laughs> Elevate it's my voice. so much less dramatic than that. <laughs> it, yeah. Look, Hannah Baker, a little overdramatic. I think she, uh, uh-huh. I, admittedly. Was doing it for attention? I think she was doing it for attention. <laughs> she killed herself for attention well but that's the problem is that i mean she fairly objectively did like you don't like record tapes and send them to people if you're not um but yeah it's it's so funny that the message of that show ultimately is like you're justified if you commit suicide and frankly it'll be a great weapon to get back at those people who've hurt you (laughs) Uh, i'm so glad this is the show targeted at like middle schoolers and high schoolers Mm -hmm. um but yeah, anyway. I think that they retroactively took out the scene of her killing herself, like, recently. I guess, good, I guess. Um, I guess. I feel like it shouldn't have been there to begin with, but you, I guess no, <laughs> ultimately no, it probably for have. the best. Uh, <laughs> it's just, like, I know that most people know how to kill themselves, but, like... You still probably shouldn't film a step-by-step no. guy. It's like... <laughs> first you <laughs> like showing where to buy it it goes so far as to show like what kind of stores carry razor blades and, yeah like, it's crazy what aisle it's down <laughs> <laughs> like, now, usually it'll be on seven but if you don't know you can always ask an employee mm-hmm. uh, i like that like the idea of um you know there are some shows like in that same like era where they do like a really like they basically do like an after credits thing where it's like and now here's how you get an abortion or whatever and yeah. it always kind of sucks, but you know, at least then you're like, well, at least you're doing something helpful. There's a there's uh, an abortion episode in 13 Reasons Why, I think. Oh, I'm sure there is. Well, any, there's a school shooting episode. There's like a series, there's this whole yeah. season. It, any like controversial subject. It's they crazy just sort of throw that, in they, there. that they did the school shooting episode and then panicked. Yeah. And like, and they were like, oh, oh God, oh God, why did we do that? Like, and wait so a they minute. spend the next season trying to be like, and they're all covering up the school shooting. Because yeah. they didn't know how to deal with the ramifications of if there was actually a school shooting. They're like, there was oh, almost a, <laughs> a school shooting. And then someone did what you're supposed to do, which is say he went out and talked to the shooter. He approached him. And that, as we know, as we know from last we week's know video, from last week, yeah. You're supposed to just walk up to him, approach mm-hmm. him calmly, and go like, hey, buddy. I know we haven't what always gotten doing? along, but I just want to say, knock it off. Uh, and and then, then 
Nine times out of ten, he puts down the gun. Yeah, usually it works. Um, Worked every time for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, it is crazy, though. Like, school shooting episodes of series, it's, it's always crazy. Like, there's the episode of Glee where, like, the girl with Down syndrome brings a gun to school. Um, that, Glee is fucking crazy. He is one of the most insane shows on earth. Should we watch the pilot of Glee for a Patreon yeah, episode? Maybe, maybe we should. I was going to suggest BoJack Horseman, but... We've discovered we're pretty bad at talking about things we like. Things that we like, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should watch a bio to Glee. That might be <laughs> our next should, Patreon honestly. episode. Yeah, okay. it'd be very funny if like we watch that and then the Patreon just becomes us watching Glee. Uh, yeah, like, oh, I need to know what happens next. Uh, I'm sucked in. <laughs> just various CW shows is what we'll start watching for the Patreon. <laughs> um, the Flash, uh, Supergirl, Supergirl, Arrow. Uh, were there any other CW superhero shows? I feel like there were. Probably. Those are the three I remember, though. Yeah, those are the three that, like, at one point tricked people into thinking they were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the other ones... I don't ones... think people thought Supergirl was very good. Uh, yeah, I guess people didn't really think Supergirl was good. They more just... I think... I know people who watched it, but just sort of out of, like, the, uh... Like, the... I need Brand to 100%. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where it's like, well, she showed up in an episode of the flash that i liked so i guess we just gotta keep going I gotta know the backstory <laughs> it's crazy that the flash is still going i saw an ad for it and i wow people clown on the mcu it's not like a musical uh they i feel like they've done musical episodes but the one that i was watching is uh it's like a promoted section so like this is the thing that cw looked at and like yeah this will make them want to watch more Mm-hmm. And, you know, Barry's standing there in a suit that looks like it was bought at, like, a Spirit Halloween, as a side note. Not a great not costume. Not even the men's warehouse. Not even the men's warehouse. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean his, uh, I mean the super suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very funny to go into a men's warehouse and be like, one Superman <laughs> costume, please. Uh, no, I not that like suit. the Flash. <laughs> I, hello, it's me, Barry Allen. As I lean in and give him a wink and slide him <laughs> two dollars uh and he's like oh right this way sir um and takes me down a fireman pole like in batman uh oh, i love that anyway I've, I've lost my oh yeah so he's standing there in this like cheap looking plastic suit and a bunch of other people who all apparently also have superpowers now right like look i watched some of the first season because my family was watching it my girlfriend at the time was watching it there were a lot of people around me were watching it so i just sort of absorbed it through osmosis None of these people had superpowers, but by season, whatever season we're on, I think five, uh, yeah. they all have superpowers now. Well, it's because they did like the multiverse and time travel stuff. Yeah, like... which I stopped doing multiverses. Spider-Man is the only superhero for whom this works. Yeah. Like, a Flashpoint worked because the characters were already established and it was also a comic book. It wasn't a 20 minute episode of TV. Literally. Uh, but, you know, whatever. And they all like they send out like these little like glowing dots that are about like the size of baseballs in various colors that all like hit Barry and start orbiting around him and give him this like multicolored rainbow suit of superpowers. And then he runs even faster. And I was like, wow, this is brutal. That's so Uh, sick. (laughs) It's like I imagine being the guy who contractually agreed to be the Flash. Like, okay, kind of fun superhero. Let's let's see how this goes. And then now you're just looking at yourself in terrible CG, just like pumping your arms up and down, pretending to run for the 80th time. Like, oh man. Well, they've never figured out how to make the flash running not look goofy. 
Yeah, like it always looks goofy. Yeah, well, and that's the problem with something like he, the Flash in particular, any super speed character, it's they're going to have a really like inconsistent power thing, right? Because anytime the Flash has any interaction with anybody, you're just sort of thinking like, well, don't talk to him. Take him to jail. Yeah, like, just he'll be in handcuffs before he's blinked. It's okay. You can just take him to prison. Yeah. Um, but they don't do that because that would be Drama. incredibly boring TV. Uh, it's literally the one punch man. Yeah, exactly. Like thing. that's the problem is if you want to have a, a power like that, it does have to be like a one punch man thing where the whole joke is just that he hates it's being a super. Yeah, you know? that he's so fucking bored. <laughs> he's like, please, I hate this. Um, which does rock as a side note. Shout out to oh, one it's punch a great man. Show. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, this concludes my thoughts on superheroes. Uh, a medium which I'm not particularly interested in, but spend so much time thinking about because I spend so much time thinking about superheroes. Yeah, man. I just read uh, I read Irredeemable recently, which is uh, actually a fairly good uh, satire mm. of Superman, unlike at least what I got from the boys. Maybe I'll give it another shot because uh, Izzy's watching the boys right now as well and quite enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Irredeemable was good. Uh, Shout out to Irredeemable. I hope they never make that into a TV show, though, because it it does have its edgy moments. You're like, ooh, yeah, this was written in the 2010s. Uh, yeah, for sure. I feel like most things do. Yeah, we're like, you're watching, you're like, ooh, I don't know if this was needed, but yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad that we've been able to advance the plot so thoroughly for this page and a half. Anyway, back to the boring things like characters and motivations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who needs them? Who needs that? Uh Literally just the Simpsons gag where he meets Alan Moore. And he's like, oh, I don't read any of the words. I just look at when he punches people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm, All right. Are we going to. Is there anything else we want to talk about with this video? Or are we ready to bring this one in for a landing? I'm not seeing much to talk about with this video. Uh, let me scroll through and see if we can find a, a good Chuck Norris joke to take it on out. Um, There's no captions, unfortunately. No captions. Uh, uh, someone once told Chuck Norris that nothing could kill him. So he found nothing and killed it first. Damn. Dang. Uh, to which someone replied, L-M-M-F-A-O. Uh, and then three exclamation points. I which, don't even know what that means. Laughing my, my. Laughing my mutated fucking ass off. Yeah, I'm just there typing this with my third arm. Boy, both of my mouths are laughing really hard at this right now. <laughs> All seven of my eyes are closed with mirth as I slap my eight <laughs> knees. Um, I uh, yearn for death. Please, someone kill me. I've been awake for too long this week because I've been having to wake up at like 7 a.m. because I have 8 a.m. every day. Yeah, but your your sleep schedule hasn't like adjusted to going to sleep uh, early yet. Well, I yet, work or... until like 11. Oh, right. Yeah. So you're just. So I'm just fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. I'm going to be. Yes. I just realized I'm going to be back to my dishwasher job when I'm back at school uh, in a week. Your dishwasher job? Unironically, my favorite job ever. Yeah. I just work as a dishwasher in the school's uh, food court. Nice. Uh, It's awesome. I plug in my headphones and do not speak to anyone for four to six hours. (laughs) Uh, It used to be structured. There was like like the little hole where you would put your dishes after you're done eating was mm-hmm. uh like at waist level so i wouldn't even see people's faces i would just see disembodied torsos walk up and put down plates and then walk away 
Um, Perfect. And it was the best job I've ever had. And every now and then my friends would like poke their heads in and be like, hi, Matt, and then walk away. And I'd go, hey. And and that was your to, social interaction for the day. Back to listening to Coward Hour. That's actually where I really got into Coward Hour for the first that time. That seems uh, like the perfect place to listen to Coward Hour. I'm not even going to lie. Scalding myself with near boiling water as steam. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> the Coward Hour experience that I know and love. Oh, yeah, dude. I just took over the dishwashing room, too. Like, it was not my appointed post. Uh, but the second day I decided that I wanted to do that and I walked in and told the guy I was there to replace him and then no one ever questioned me on it. Uh, which I love that. Yeah. What more do you need? Um, all right. Let's bring this in for a landing. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DougZoneCast. Yeah. That that sounds right. That sounds great. <laughs> We've been doing this for a year. On I, TikTok <laughs> at the Doug Zone on Patreon.com slash the Doug Zone. If you'd like to support us, you get a free extra episode not free for it's three dollars. By definition, Patreon. You not get a free. free episode every week. For three dollars, you can get an extra episode every single week. And yeah. usually they release on Fridays. I'm not sure when this one will release, to be completely Ooh, honest. It'll probably release uh, late Friday. Um, but yeah, sorry for the delay, everybody. Uh, our schedules, just uh, surprisingly, uh, we're getting busy because we, we have school now. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't have school yet, but I Gotta will Gotta educate ourselves. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going back to school. I wonder what that will do. What's to your, the vibe what's of the your major right now? Uh, I'm now doing English education, actually. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, I hate philosophy. What if instead I read the things I like? Uh, and so then yeah. I'm going to do that and uh, become a teacher. So this entire podcast will be up for about two more years, and then I will yeah. start seeking a career in education. Hell yeah. Um, that would be genuine nightmare. A student walking up to me just playing an episode of The Doug Zone. I, oh, God. I don't know what I'd do. I think I'd have to kill the student. I mean, that's what I'm nervous about because I'm going to grad school for counseling and like yeah. that can't. Oh God. Um, oh no. We might become a Patreon only show soon. So we might. Well, it's on the ground the floor. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we will see you over at the Patreon unless you're one of those disgusting leeches who doesn't pay for it. Uh, in which case, uh, we'll see you next week. I love you too. Uh, uh, good night and uh, XOXO. Cosmodog.